Hello, and in this video, we're going to be talking about why the education system has failed us. I'm a student in Hong Kong, and during my time in high school, I have realized that there are some really, really big problems, even among the smartest or the so-called smartest people in our school. And these are people going to Cambridge, people going to Harvard, going to Princeton. All of these people do show some traits which are potentially dangerous, and I think represents a very, very big problem in society going forward both for our current generation and also in future generations. So without further ado, let us get right into it. The first problem of the education system is a lack of critical thinking. Now, what does it mean to be thinking critical? Critical thinking is not some critical race theory or any of these newfound theories with critical in it. Rather, critical thinking is the idea that you can get an idea, analyze it, and dissect it to figure out, is this idea trustworthy? Should you believe in it or should you not believe in it? The problem with the education system today is that everyone gets spoon-fed a certain amount of statistics or they're spoon-fed a certain amount of ideas and so solely focused on analyzing and memorizing these statistics instead of actually knowing what on earth to do with them. Good example of this would be history or even biology. In the STEMs and in the humanities, there's a massive, massive emphasis on just knowing the facts. For my history exam, I have to know a book full of stats. I don't know where the book is. It's almost this size of this book filled with statistics. I have to memorize about Russia history. I love history. But then it comes to a point where you realize that you don't really need to memorize all those stats when you grow up. The more important thing isn't the stats. It's about analyzing the stats, understanding what do those stats apply or how do they interact with your arguments. The same goes with biology. It's not about necessarily knowing word for word the exact figures and the exact statistics or the exact experiments because when you're going into the future to work you'll be able to google them. You have these resources which you can use to access them. You, you have to get the good concept of course but there is almost this mindless following of the stats instead of actual analysis of what those stats mean and as a result when you go onto Instagram, what you do see is that loads of people have random stats which don't even point to their arguments. For example, I go on my Instagram in the morning and I go through the stories. They're reposting some random stats. And the problem is, is that you look at the stats, you look at the argument, and you very quickly realize that the stats has nothing to do with the argument. And you're like, well, yes, the stat seems nice, but it has no critical worth or no critical thinking behind it. And that's a very, very big danger of education systems today. The second big problem, and this ties to critical thinking, is the lack of ability for a respectful discussion. And this is something which I have felt or I have found really disturbing, even in prefect teams in my school. And I really hate to be critical of a prefect team or talk about it, but I think this is something which just shows the world about the problems. And one of the biggest problems I've had is the lack of an ability for a respectful discussion. The moment someone disagrees with you, you start getting angry, you start insulting them, you start shouting at them, you start crying, or you break down into all forms of emotion instead of actually dealing with the argument and discussing it. And that's a very, very big problem because we've all seen people both on the right and both on the left, and I'm not hiding my criticism from anyone, who just get really, really irritated whenever someone disagrees with them. And instead of actually interacting with the views, instead of actually providing an argument against the views, they just start crying and, and, and then there's no point of discussion in the first place. And then they think they win because, well, the world is focused on emotion instead of actual arguments. And that is really, really unfortunate. Now, of course, this is not to say that if you're dealing with something which is really, really horrible, okay, now you should 
you should have no emotion at all. It's fine to feel emotional. It's fine to get emotional when you're talking about things which do have great significance. For example, it's impossible for me to talk about China under the communist government or Russia under the communist governments without being on the verge of tears just because of how many deaths occurred in the time. It's, it's the amount of deaths, around like 50 million deaths during the time. You can't talk about that without feeling emotion. If you're a human being, there's nothing wrong with feeling emotion. But there is something wrong about only having emotion and absolutely no argument surrounding it. So as a result, it is very, very important that we are able to have this respectful discussion. And the very big problem is, is that people just do not have a respectful discussion or just do not have the capacity to have this discussion. And that's one of the big problems about education systems. And I think one of the ways which can improve that is to have more discussion based activities and have a broader appreciation for different worldviews. And I think that that is very important for any educational institution, both from primary school to high school to universities as well. Finally, I think that all of these problems accumulate or leads people towards extremism. And what I mean by extremism is like people very easily fall into the alt right or the radical left without actually really understanding any of the concepts. Because there's a lack of a discussion in the middle, people are pushed away. It's like a magnet, right? If you have a discussion, if you have a lot of interaction, a lot of discourse, what happens is like you're mixing the two ideas together and people are dragged in into a, a polis in a in a in a Greek a Greek Roman sense where you have a Senate where everyone's discussing and they're brought together. When you destroy this Senate, when you destroy the Republic, people are separated. It's like what causes the biggest gaps in society is when the discussion at its core break down and the relationships between the individuals fail. And that's very, very similar in the intellectual realm is when both sides are unable to have a respectful dialogue. Naturally, when that individual interaction is broken, people naturally get pushed away. And well, when you cannot be stuck together having this discussion, it pushes people logically into extremism. And that, I think, is a fundamental, most dangerous thing of educational systems today is that it pushes people towards extremism, both on the radical left and on the alt-right. It doesn't really matter what position you hold. But I just know so many people, my friends, the people I interact with as a prefect, head of house, and they're almost always either on the radical left or on the alt-right. There's no one in the middle. There will be people who just absolutely hate everything the other person says. And then there'll be people on the other side who just hate the other people for no reason at all. And that's something which is very, very worrying. And I think that the only way to do this and to fix this problem is really to improve education, to really promote these dialogues, to promote these discussions. And it's only when we have these important discussions about big topics, about small topics, that we can then solve these problems which are at the core of the educational system and its failures. I hope you've enjoyed this video. If you enjoyed this video and want more of my thoughts about these situations, then make sure to like and subscribe really means a lot to me and it really helps this channel grow. Stay safe, my friends. See you soon. Thank you for watching and I'll see you in the next one. If you want any more content or any ideas, let me know in the comments below and I'll happily make those videos for you. Stay safe, my friends. See you soon. Thank you for watching and goodbye. I'll see you in the next one and have fun, my friends. Thank you.